0: it's no different than in the dental world. They don't know that. They don't. I have the same struggle, right? I tell people like, look, take some of your profits from these properties and put them into long-term assets that produce income for you and give you tax advantages. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast,
1: your high octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips,
0: because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips here with Heather Marchant. Hello. Got another really great show for you <laughs> today and something unique. I think we've ever done this, have we, Heather?
2: Yeah, except for the one that I kind of took over the podcast and ah, interviewed. that's right, because I wasn't rooms. on there and therefore yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't remember it.
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So
0: today we're going to have, we've had several people ask what it's like to own property and what it's like to be a client of ours and things like, that. we don't really talk a ton about ourselves and what we do and but we've had a lot of people ask and so we thought it would be fun to have somebody on who well who we love and (laughs) because if you're going to come on the show then we have to actually like talking to you and so you know we decided to bring on a friend of ours that we met just doing business and Heather I'm gonna let you introduce John to the show and take it away
2: So we met John in about 2015 is what we think it was. We used to go and present at another group and John had kind of come to see if he wanted to join that group. And he ended up connecting with us and getting his first rental property, which I think we started with single family, right, John? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it was a really great experience to watch John's portfolio grow and I still remember one of my first conversations with you John is you said to me you said this is amazing. I just got a check in the mail. Like I didn't do anything. I still remember you were and it was in person when you told me and you said I was yeah. just so excited and I've just got to do this again. This is fantastic. So, <laughs> so great. The passive income
1: thing was so new to me and it was just such a mindset shift because, yeah. you know, I've been pounded into me from day one that you go to school, you get a job, you go to work, you work 60 hours a week, you invest in the stock market and hopefully that works out. Which and yeah, let's think, just be clear oh, yeah, about,
0: okay. let's be clear about one thing. Yeah. There are certain of us that are really grateful that you did all that. Because in light of full disclosure, after we met John, he became both of our dentists. Yeah, uh, and he,
2: Still and is mine, re- And he's
0: really good. And I moved out of Utah and therefore he's no longer my dentist. And my whole family, every time we have to go to the dentist, we're like, why can't John move here? And I said, well, you know, uh, one of these days he might because yeah. <laughs> he's certain to get sick of the snow and the cold weather out in Utah. And at some point he may end up here. But at that point, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe you won't be dentisting anymore, John. I don't know,
1: but. I, you know, I, I think I'll always have my hand in it. I would.
0: Private client.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love to do it more on my terms, maybe as a hobby, but yeah, I'll keep doing it forever, I think. Hmm, but that's but awesome. the, real, the real estate thing has been so cool. You know, I tell everybody I meet about it and, and they kind of look at me sometimes like I got a, a horn on my head and I don't understand why. Well, but,
2: I think you're so excited about it, John, that in Utah, they probably think it's some kind of multi-level marketing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they do. I'm trying to sell them something, but no, it's not. I don't just tell them because it really works. And I don't think there's a better investment out there.
2: Well, when you first came to us and we started with a single family, what goals did you have back then? Like, why were you doing it?
1: I knew that the track I was on wasn't going to work. I mean, I was going to kill myself, work work myself to death. And the stock market, I just, I don't believe in it. I have no control over it. There had to be another way. Working, gosh, working for another 30 years, that was so depressing. And real estate just, I had always been interested in it. My mom was a real estate agent when I was a kid and she was always gone showing homes. My dad was always talking about it. And I just started thinking about it probably 2013, 14 that maybe there was something there that I should look at. So I just started kind of doing my own digging. And that's where I I jumped in and, and came across you guys. And yeah, I'm not looking back. It's the more the better. And something else that I didn't expect from all of this is that it's kind of fun. Yeah addicting, addicting even it it you're looking for the next deal. It's cool.
2: Yeah, that's true. And I think when we started, we were mostly, I know we focused a lot on using your retirement account, which we haven't talked a ton on here, Ron, about that. So I thought maybe that would be good to kind of,
0: yeah, I mean, I think we've only done one show and I'm not even sure that the show was really even about that. I mean, we had the other John favorite (laughs) person in my life on, but I think we talked about market and things like that. I don't really think we talked too much about the IRAs.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, We work to make those funds work a little better for you. Right. And invest. I think we did some multifamily in your IRA from what I recall. Um, Yeah. Which
1: I love and would love to do more of, but yes, I rolled everything into a self-directed custodian, self-directed IRA. And then we started purchasing properties in there with the non-recourse loans. Yeah. And it's been great. I don't have to do anything. They do it for me.
2: Yeah. So you've also done quite a bit. I'm kind of just trying to lay a framework, I guess, for people to see what you've done. I feel like we started Somewhat slow. We didn't go crazy. How did you get comfortable with moving into owning so much real estate? I mean, you didn't go crazy. You went slow at first, but yeah, honestly, I was
1: terrified the first one. And um, man, we
0: would have never known.
2: Yeah,
1: no. <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> you were so easy to work with. I would have never known you were terrified.
1: No, I was terrified. It was new. I'd never done it, and I just it was kind of a leap of faith. And then once you get in and you see, well, that wasn't so bad. That didn't hurt. And it actually, I actually get money in the mailbox every month. That's pretty cool. And so let's, how do we do the next one? And then once you get a few, then it's, how do I do a whole bunch more? Mm -hmm. And yeah, Yeah. and that's kind of where I am.
2: So have there been any setbacks or any issues that you've had? Because I know we like to keep it real on here, right? So- sometimes real estate doesn't go perfect and I can't, well, you can't haven't involved that, me in any, so. No, I
1: can't say that any, and this is what I love about you guys is your integrity. And that's why I, I'm like your favorite missionary because, you know, there've been some deals that I was in that you pulled me out of because the numbers just weren't panning out.
2: That's true.
1: But I wouldn't say there've been any setbacks. Everything's been super easy with you guys. And that's, you know, that's why I love you. On my side, personally, I think my lack of knowledge is maybe something that holds Holds me back. I'm working on that. I'm just kind of doing my own self-study program, learning as much as I can about it. But don't know and and so I'm jumping in and if I do come across something that that I is a problem, we'll talk but I know I haven't.
2: And then as far as your IRA, how has it been performing? I know sometimes people don't always look at their statements, right? So okay, yeah,
1: funny you <laughs> mentioned that's another area where I you kind of helped me out this last week with that and I could probably use some more help. I need to keep a closer eye on that, but I think they've been performing in probably maybe the 8-9% range.
2: So in the IRA that's actually pretty decent cuz the loan Product is a little different. I did non-recourse loans with those. So yeah, this little, last look, go ahead. More Ron. money
0: down, stuff like that, right? So I mean it's not your leverage isn't working quite as well as it would be outside, but inside of your IRA, because right. it's it's tax advantaged, it's actually working harder than you would think it would be working. So yeah.
2: yeah. So the cool part, I guess I forgot that one's in your IRA. So I reached out to John. I haven't told you this. I don't know, Ron, but I reached out to John this week and I said, Hey, I have a client who just sold a property in the same development where you own one in your IRA now i remember and the sales price was 195 and you bought for i think it was 174 and i said yeah. so let me run the analysis for you and i sent him all the numbers and i said here's your cash flow according to the numbers that i have right without doing a lot of digging into what he's paying for insurance but according to our pro forma and i said here's your return on equity i think it's time to sell <laughs> So I think we can make the money work better for you if we move it into another property and take some equity out of this property. So it ended up working out really great. I mean, that property, we didn't expect them to turn that fast. I mean, you bought it, I think it's been 2016, maybe early 2017 that you bought that one. So yeah, sometimes it works faster than we anticipate. So really cool.
1: Yeah, thank you for helping
2: me with that. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I mean, that's easy when we have properties that we've sold all in one development. Then I'll reach out to all the owners in that development, right? And say, Hey, you may want to consider selling. (laughs) So (laughs) with yours, with townhome unit in there, I reached out to you just barely and it's, we're going to get it on the site probably today. So when it time this airs, it'll mm -hmm. probably be gone.
0: It's fun when the market gives you a gift like that. That's Tremendous. The cool thing is, is that I think we've had several shows about the difference between the stock market and real estate, but this is a classic example of that because you just said while you are waiting for the larger payoff, you've been getting eight to 9%. So in the stock market, generally speaking, you wait for the sale, right? You wait for the growth and then you can sell the stock and try to reinvest. But you didn't get this cool eight to nine percent every single year while you were waiting for the growth, like you did.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's there's again. I think there is no better investment, really. You're not going to get that with a stock. I can't insure a stock. I don't get a check every month with that. So hmm. no, it's um, great.
0: You know, that's a really good point that I don't have on my. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have this list of things that are completely different, and it never occurred to me that you can insure your investment. Yeah, me I mean, of, of course we know that, right? But I didn't put that in my list. I'm going to add that to my list. So John Quant dropping (laughs) massive bombs of knowledge on on the audience today that Ron, whose show it is, has never told you guys. Yet another reason to own real estate because you can't insure the stupid CEO that can say something wrong. And then the stock tanks, right? You can't do that.
1: The thing that really hit me, and it was not long ago, it's when Trump came down with Corona and mm-hmm. the stock market dropped. And I you, I have zero control over any of that. But with real estate, you've got control. You know, yeah. I can leverage, I can force appreciation. I get a check every month. I, there's appreciation just in the market itself. There's so many cool things about it.
2: Yeah, that's so true. I think the education, you said, you know, lack of knowledge. I think one cool thing I actually really love about real estate is constantly learning. Ron and I just had a call this morning with an attorney and I was—I told Ron, I said, I feel like a novice, but I said, it's also really fun to learn something yeah. new. That's actually something I love about real estate. It's always changing and there's always a million different ways to skin a cat, right,
1: so. Yeah, speaking of that, I just kind of restructured everything. I put everything into an LLC and then into a land trust and that was an interesting process. I learned quite a bit there.
0: And isn't it cool all the protections that that provides you.
1: Yeah. yeah which- I mean, so
0: many people, John, we've talked about this several times on the show. As a matter of fact, I think like one or two episodes ago, we did, I did this, you know, we did this big show about the difference in the mindset of different people, right? People mm-hmm. who are constantly scraping by and people who somehow seem to learn these things like that's really i mean if you think about the the entire population how many people know what you just said yeah it's a very small percentage of people who understand the strategy you just are like yeah i mean i just did this thing and it gets me all these protections and most people have no clue that it even exists
1: didn't and it just came through studying and i knew i had to do something being a sole proprietor is probably the worst thing you can do i've got the inside protection the outside protection and in texas where you get charging order Right, which which also
0: people probably don't know. People probably don't know what that is either, right? another
1: level. uh, I found this is just the reality of our world, but litigation is a business. And there are a lot of attorneys out there who need to get paid. And don't make yourself the low-hanging fruit, the easy target. They're not going to, they'll go after whatever they're going to go after, but it just decreases the likelihood of you having a problem. Yeah, you certainly don't want to make it easy for them. You know, if you're a hard target, it's more likely they're just going to, pass that up so
2: yeah that's so true and as far as the structure and everything did you move all of your investments into the land trust i didn't
1: do the ira
2: yeah i didn't need need to yeah
1: they told me i didn't need to and i did it in a series llc and i know there's some controversy with that but from what i I, what i understand is they have been around for quite a while and it's just a simpler way to do things, but maybe I'll find out that's wrong. I don't know. I think it's the right thing.
0: I love them. I think they're really cool. The, o- the only thing about them now, I think at this point is that they're just not offered in very many states, right? There's people don't right. know about them because most states don't have them, but I do think they're pretty cool. The structure of them is very unique. And at this point they, they really haven't ever been challenged to the degree that it has come up wanting, right? They, they yeah. have the same protections no. as any other LLC. They're just unique in the structure where they allow you those series. It certainly makes accounting way easier and uh, and your life easier yeah
2: Uh yeah so john i think one thing i'd love to chat about too is with your real estate portfolio i know it's not the only thing that contributed to this but when we first started working together you were working a crazy amount of hours and a lot has changed in your work.
1: Yeah, I did. I So in 2019, I owned several practices and I sold them, which was good timing. And it was also needed. It was just a lot of stress. You know, yeah. I, it's not that wasn't my love in life. And so some of that money I took and I invested in more properties, which yeah. I wish that I'd known about this like 15 years ago. That's a regret that I have is that I didn't start earlier because where I would be today but I heard something that I, I've always believed in, and it's, it's this, that the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the next best time is today. Yeah, And so you don't, don't look back too much. Just keep moving forward. Do your best with the knowledge that you have. And so that's where I am. Try to reach out to my colleagues who are you know, where I was 15 years ago, and just this is something you really should look at because it'll change your world. Yeah. Um, and
0: you know, John, that's so wise because I tried to do the same thing in the real estate industry. You would think in the real estate industry that you wouldn't have <laughs> to tell people that. That's not the case. I mean, when I started in investing in real estate, well, quote investing, right? I was rehabbing houses and <laughs> uh-huh. turning profits. You would think that any of us would know that you should take some of your money and invest it into mm-hmm. long-term Assets that cash flow. I mean, you would just think that's common knowledge. Yeah. But it's no different than in the dental world. They don't know that. They don't. I have the same struggle, right? I tell people like, look, take some of your profits from these properties and put them into long-term assets that produce income for you and give you tax advantages because you're getting killed yep. in taxes and you're sometimes it goes in one ear and out the other ear. It's just yeah. bizarre. And
1: I've, I've been shocked actually at when I'm talking with people how little they actually have. I don't know. Maybe I'm odd in that I've, I've been thinking about retirement since I was 15. Like, what do I do? And that was I think from my dad and just the culture I grew up in. But I speak with guys that they haven't even thought about it. They don't have anything but bills right now and debt and that that's kind of a terrifying position for as I think about it man that scares me to death and here's a way that you know you could accelerate that and get out of that hole if you want to and not many of them want to I don't know yeah
2: I think it's just overwhelming
1: I think they're so focused on yeah. you know the here and now and yeah. I want a big house I want a boat I want the fancy mm-hmm. cars and we'll figure that out later but it gets harder and harder yeah. as time goes on you just don't have time on your side
2: Yeah, that's true. I think it's really having talked to so many, especially I've worked with a lot of dentists that a lot of them will come and say, I've always wanted to do this, or I've been planning on doing this for years. It just gets kicked down the curve, but you just delay it until the right time or whatever. And I don't think there ever really is. It's sacrificing a little bit. So
1: no, I'll just kind of share some of my goals. My five-year plan is I would love to get to the point where I've got the real estate professional status Mm. And right now I've kind of got a mix. This is what I'm thinking. And and maybe you could talk with me later if this is wrong, but I've paid off some of those properties that I've got outside of the IRA. And so they're just cash flowing. And I was thinking of maybe a 50, 50 mix right now, Mm. just cash flowing and leverage. And the money that I make with those isn't touched. It just goes back into
2: more. Yeah. I think it's so specific to the individual with financing like that because yeah, where you're looking retirement in the face, right. (laughs) And you, you have that ability to stop working, then I think there's some level of comfort in having less leverage. So I
0: I, I was just talking to a, a coaching student of mine this morning about this very thing. You know, she was like, should I really leverage my money and whatever? And I said, well, it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, The good news is you don't have to, you don't either, John. I mean, she doesn't have to, and neither do you. And so it becomes more of a game that you get to write the rules. If you're 60 and you're like the people you were just talking about, and we're trying to clean up a balance sheet and grow wealth, well, you don't have a whole lot of choice, right? That individual needs to kick it in the pants where you've been wise because you started at 15 thinking it through, right? (laughs) You get to literally write the rules to the game that you're playing. And there's something to be said for paid off real estate because it, it completely eliminates the stress of owning yeah. property. I mean, it's, you ask five different people, you're going to get five different answers about w- what the way that you should right. be doing things is. But, you know, we talk extensively on this show about your vision. Your vision has nothing to do with what other people think you should be doing. Yeah. It is completely up to yeah. you. and. Because you've been so prudent, you could literally have your vision now. And one of the other cool things about what you've got going on is you sold your practice, but you're still producing. And so you can do whatever you want because you've got a lot of money coming in still. And that money can go to whatever you want it to go to. And Mm -hmm. you have these assets that you get to play with and use the market gifts that Heather was talking about and all this stuff. It's just really fun to take all these pieces and create the chessboard that you want.
2: Yeah,
1: it is cool. It's, there is a lot less stress when there's enough passive cash coming in to cover the bills. Yeah. And- (laughs) it's a good feeling. It's also, there's that side that the addiction part of it where, man, I got to go get more of these. (laughs) And I'm going to keep doing my long-term goal is with the tax advantages that come from being the real estate professional. That's a must. It just doesn't make sense not to, and I'll get to that point, but I want to keep this going and eventually involve my kids in it. I've got two little boys. They're four and six. So here um, the cycle repeats, I'm telling retirement way early in life, but like this sort of become the family business and have something that I can pass on to them.
2: Yeah. I think there's so much joy to be found in that. When I, we recorded a podcast about a client who passed away and I met with his sons and he told me for years, Oh, years. I just want my family to be involved in this. I want to gift property to my grandchildren. Like he would talk yeah. about that on almost every conversation. And he said, they're really resistant. They have no interest. So when uh, I met with them, they were like, yeah, we're probably just going to liquidate everything. And I was like, really? Cause like, can I show you what it's doing? So I did, I said, here's your cash. That's coming in from these properties properties every month and they've decided to keep all of them, which it was really gratifying for me where I worked with their dad for so many years. And I knew that was his wish. I remember just like doing a little happy dance over here. You know, his vision worked despite them not being interested. I think there's a great legacy in that, which is so cool to change your kid's future, which is awesome.
1: I'm hoping to. Yeah, that's my plan.
0: Two shows ago, we just talked about this with a contrast between the two. Mm hmm. Because it very rarely skips a generation, it very rarely is it that someone who is raised leaves the way they were raised. It does happen, right? I mean, people find education and they're able to level themselves out of poverty, but the mindset of wealthy people, it is taught whether on purpose or not, it is taught to their kids because they're living it. And it's the same thing with poverty. And it's truly unfortunate that there's not more emphasis placed on financial education in our education system because those kids, as soon as they got the information from Heather, they were like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't we keep these? No kidding. Yeah. But they just didn't know. So yeah. your hope for your kids likely will produce the result you want just because they got you as a dad and they're living a unique and different life because of your hard work and your dedication to be able to live the life that you want.
1: And I I'm hoping that I can, I don't know, have a positive influence in in others as well. That's why I try to tell, tell them about these things.
2: Yeah. Amen. That's so true. Cause they look <clears throat> at it as John's trying to sell me something when you're just so excited about, it. I can tell <laughs> having talked to you and sat in the chair in your office and you talking to your dental assistants and they should all do it. And I'm like, man, you're so excited that I think people think you're something's in it for you. Right. Which is so right.
1: I don't care about that. I just, I you know, know it, I know it can, it can change your life. I can help these younger. I mean, these, their are kids still, I can get true. them on a different It'll change their whole life, their whole world and their kids and so on and so on and society.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I have one more question on my list over here. So property management. So you've purchased all of your properties besides the ones that are in your dental practice, I believe remotely, right? I have. Um,
1: I don't own a single property in the state of Utah other than my personal residence and the the commercial stuff I had with business, which is gone now. And that was also another scary thing. And when I told people about it, they're like, you are an idiot. You've never even what? You don't even know where it is. You haven't seen it. And so I, that first one, really that that was part of the fear, mm-hmm. but it's been so easy that the property management companies that you connect me with that go along with these things, they take care of it. I, I get a monthly statement from them. And if there are any expenses, I mean, everything is detailed. If we lose a tenant, they'll let me know, Hey, they put their notice in, they're going to be moving out here. We're going to get it up and they rent it. And I think the longest I've been without a tenant has maybe been a couple of months in any property. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I've had any, that there has been a whole lot of turnover, but they make it really easy. They'll- yeah. They'll email me or call me if there's a maintenance issue above a certain amount that I've told them. If you need to fix something above this dollar amount, please let me know. And and that's great. Below that, they just take care of it. That's fine.
2: I love that you've mentioned several issues in that. You said vacancy, you said maintenance, right? And when we said, is anything going wrong with your properties or how are things going? You're like, everything's great, right? But those things (laughs) still happen. Like the vacancy and maintenance are still there. And I think the mindset with you is so great that you're in it for the long haul.
1: Yeah, I am definitely buy and hold. That's my strategy. I'm sure there's money to be made doing it. The fix and flip stuff. I just, I just don't understand it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely buy and hold.
2: Yeah. I think that's really cool. I've seen that in you. I've seen that, that you never, you're pretty level-headed. And I think that's something that I do tell my clients, like if you're stressed about every dollar, you're going to hate this. Yeah. You
1: you You need to have faith and let it go. Yeah, and, yep. and and you also have to give yourself a certain amount of time because mm-hmm. things are going to average out. You can't expect to have you know, 50% returns overnight. It's definitely over a certain period of time, but no concerns really. The they, they take good care of me. You guys take great care of me. Thank you.
2: All the truth bombs. John, John,
0: <laughs> John this has been great. It's been so fun to, I mean, yeah, we could have just got on here and chatted it up and, and reminisced. I think one of the coolest things, and, and I know Heather will agree, but one of the coolest things that we get to do has become friends with people who who've had longevity with us and we count you as a friend grateful um, that you were you. willing to come on and and talk to all of our audience and let them know, look, hey, you if, can do this.
1: If you ever have anybody that, if they ever want to talk to me, give them myself. I'm easy going. If they want to just chat, I'll tell them my story. No, I mean, nothing, hold nothing back. I'll gladly do it.
2: I've um, taken you up on that before, John. <laughs> yeah. <Thank>
0: yeah. go. <laughs> we appreciate you, man, so much. And listen, Thanks. all you out there who are listening, one of the reasons we wanted to do this is obviously we've had some people ask about what the experience is with our company. That's great. But more than that, if you've been trying to figure out whether or not you should do this, whether it's through us or somebody else. The relevant piece here is that here you have somebody who is not financially incentivized to tell you anything other than that this works and literally i've watched john tell the world and he's now any he, you know we've we just basically giving him a platform to do it outside of the dentist's office and other places where he is really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing and spending some time with us
1: oh it's my and, pleasure thank you thank you listen, guys if
0: you guys are out there and you're listening every single week we say get out there and make something happen if you've been sitting on the sidelines and you've been trying to figure out whether or not you should do this or if this is good and legit and all that other good stuff well you just heard it it, it is its <laughs> And you should. And so. Start now. (laughs) Until we meet next week, get out there and make something happen.
1: Thanks, guys. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to
0: getrealestatesuccess.com.